Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of Easy Tarot Lessons. I am Dusty White, your host, uh, author of The Easiest Way to Learn Astrology Ever. That's coming out in a couple of months. The Easiest Way to Learn the Tarot Ever. It's been out for a while. Thank you very much. I appreciate all the love and support. And Advanced Tarot Secrets. And I'm going to be mentioning Aphrodite's Book of Secrets, which was written five years ago, but... Uh, probably won't release it till later on this year or next year so uh, just to give you a reference point I've got Becky on the phone today you guys want to get your pen and paper and take notes Becky hi how are you I'm very well thank you how are you uh, I'm alive I'm, I'm happy and as you'll find out in just a few minutes I am super super excited to be here um Thank you for staying up late. Becky is over in uh, jolly old England, and so it's very late at her uh, late hour. Uh, getting right into this, because we have so much to cover. I have just pages and pages and pages of notes that I've just uh, put together for today. Oh, I want to cram it all in. All right, yesterday's podcast marked the one-year anniversary of my exodus from Texas and my return to California to strike gold. And it's funny because uh, I guess in some way I made the same trip that uh, many of my ancestors did. And uh, it's worked out fantastically. Um, love California. It's my home uh, just south of San Francisco. Um, and struck gold several times over. And I'm and here, that's what today is all about. Telling you step by step how to do it. There's nothing to buy. But you must take notes. Listen to this podcast a few times over. It will serve as a best friend. Everything here is based on um, scientifically proven techniques as revealed by many people, uh, one of which is Napoleon Hill, who uh, is my personal hero. He was consigned by Andrew Carnegie to, you know, billionaire, to interview millionaires and billionaires of his time during the Industrial Revolution and find out how they did it and what he revealed without saying so was that there are a bunch of sorcerers wizards and magicians they were tapping into the divine the gods the very spirit guides god angels whatever you want to call it they had found ways to tap into their connection so that they could blend the physical with the metaphysical and produce results that have made the world a much better place and of course they particularly profited from it now profit is not the motivation of today's uh, episode and whether you are seeking financial remuneration or you just want to have happiness or you want to get a girlfriend or something it's not the thing that you want or the intent or cause behind it Hopefully your morals are upright and upstanding and, and blah, blah, blah. All we're talking about today are the physical techniques that work. The difference between wishful thinking and actually getting. Becky, uh, I'm gonna, who I'm now calling the mistress of manifestation, has had tremendous <laughs> results. Uh, I've had re more results than I can count, and I'm going to keep piling them up. Several other students, uh, tons of results, clients had had results um, your results will be your own I can give you all the instruction I can 
And this is free because I like to give. You know, I've been doing very well, and I've given away hundreds of books this year. Uh, I shouldn't say that. I've bought books for my students and paid for them. And not even not even students, just people who are interested. And um, spent money giving them away. It's not like they just magically appear. So I'm trying to share the wealth, and part of that is sharing this information. Please don't for a moment think that because you're getting it for free that it's not worth a tremendous amount of money. Try these techniques for yourself. Use your own best judgment. Uh, get professional guidance if you, you know, if you seek, uh, if you care to. And then write me. Tell me how, how you're doing. Me at DustyWeight.net. Okay. So uh, I was just thinking about something. As I was mentioning yesterday marked my exodus from Texas today. A year ago, I was driving uh, through New Mexico and into California. And I manifested. I left Texas not knowing where I was going to go. Um, I had a general idea, you know, go west, young man. Oh, my God, Horace Greeley. I actually did. Um, and I popped into Oxnard, had a place available to me within half an hour, and by fortunate coincidence, had a better place um, presented to me even before that. So it took me all of 20 minutes to manifest a place where I walked in, no credit, uh, if you if you never rented in, I don't know, um, Los Angeles, San Francisco, New York, you know, one of the bigger cities, credit check, background check, uh, endless fees. You know, you have to pay for all this stuff and uh, fight with, you know, five or six other potential tenants. Um, you say, I mean, you, just moving into a place has become such a process, such a dilemma. And uh, I rolled into town plopped down a little bit of cash, had a place, moved my bed in that night, didn't even have to unpack till the next day, literally 20 minutes. Um, I had two places to choose from, both of them were excellent. I chose the one that was more conducive to my career and uh, it's paid off in spades. I want you guys to get these same results. I've succeeded wildly, um, but I want you guys to learn and master these techniques. So we're gonna cover a lot of stuff today. Yesterday's podcast, the moon was in Leo, sun is in Aries, Uranus is in Aries, <laughs> and I was with Nate. So I was loud, I was ranty, I was vulgar, well, you know, former Marine, and he's a rock and roll musician. We had a good time, but we laid it out straight. Today's going to be a little bit more sedate, a little bit more la 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 la, but the information is super powerful. Like I said, I got notes and notes and notes in here to make sure that I get to everything I can possibly squeeze in. So, um, part of the thing I wanted to mention, and this isn't so much tarot manifestation, uh, but it is part of the manifestation technique, if you can incorporate this. If you can't, I will teach you this over the next year, uh, free of charge, of course. Don't think that I don't have courses. I can charge you a lot of money. Um, my current rate is $100 an hour. If you want private, if you want one-on-one -on -one time with me, um, I do give courses once a year on astrology, once a year on tarot, where that's you can, you know, directly relate, uh, interact with me. So it's not like I won't take your money, but these podcasts are pure audio lessons for free to help you 
get where you need to go. So um, I teach you all the stuff so that you can take control of your life. That's, it's, that's all it is. Today we're going to focus on the process you use to, uh, actually the processes you use to get what you want. Because again, there's there's little little things that they don't teach you in these books that allege a secret or a mysterious you know force. And I want to give you a crash course in manifestation because most of us just don't have it a year to take out of our lives and go and undergo university level training to come out and be able to manifest anything on command and take control of our lives. We just want a little something to say, ah, you know, now there's no magic bullet. Um, you have to do the work. But with the knowledge you're going to get today, it's going to be a lot shorter, simpler, faster. Um, I don't have any fancy music. I don't have a professional voice that yeah, I, I listen to webinars and seminars and recordings constantly and I'm always disappointed by these pretty sounding people and their flowery promises and at the end of the hour and a half to two hours I spend I constantly sit there and go god I feel like I feel like I ate at a fast food restaurant got very little nu nutrition and now I'm kind of sick to my stomach um being raised on fast food, I'm not disparaging fast food, but I'm saying that I don't like intellectual fast food. So if you can stomach listening to this for the next, hopefully, hour, uh, you're going to get a lot of information that's going to fly past you real quick. So you're going to have to listen to this over and over at least two or three times. Take notes and implement these changes, implement these things to make changes in your life. Okay. Uh, one more note, and then I'll get to Becky. This is just a sampling of what I teach, but there's no sales pitch here other than the occasional, oh, look, buy the book. Um, oh, by the way, uh, well, I'll get to that in just a moment. Um, I just want you to get results, and the rest I will teach you later. Now, one other thing, many of the special, uh, <laughs> I'm reading off my notes here, I apologize. Many of the specific techniques that I teach you, uh, some of the stuff that you're going to hear, you're not going to find in advanced tarot secrets or um, how to get any man to know anything you want or the easiest way to learn tarot ever. If you go through advanced tarot secrets, we have tons and tons and tons of stuff on manifestation and it's uh, written through a, um, like a tarot paradigm or tarot viewpoint. We're using the cards to help accelerate your manifestation so I'm not going to cover a lot of the techniques that I've already covered there I want you know you get the book it's 22 bucks but I want to cover things that aren't in the book and if you don't get the book at least you'll be able to use this stuff but if you know if you really want to get the book and then combine it with this and, and you'll do well so Let's see, let me get right into this. I just got to jump to the next page. I apologize for the page clipping, but uh, you'll appreciate it for the um, knowledge that we're going to impart. Real quick, again, back to astrology. I timed, I got my little ephemeris here. It's a book, uh, pretty much a scientific calendar of astronomical data. Ooh, that sounded pretty impressive. I timed my relocation, my exodus, as it were with the first new moon of spring, which was uh, 
April 10th or 9th, depending on your part of the world, down to the minute. And this is the foundation of why this year has been so explosively great. And so if you have that capability, use it. If it's too much for you, I'll teach you all this when we get to the astrology book, you know, a couple of months. So let's get right into it. Today is how to get anything that you want. Um, Becky, before I even open the doors, I want to just ask you, I'm putting you on the spot because Becky's training to be mm -hmm. a teacher. It doesn't have to be the most important thing, but somebody comes to you and says, Becky, I want to learn how to manifest. I have a, a deep-seated need. I, I need to do something. Can you give me some advice or tips? Is there something that just pops in your head from your experience that is kind of the difference between wishful thinking and actually, wow, God's listening to my prayers? Um, yes, because the first thing that jumps to mind is um, absolute expectation. I think you use the phrase faith demands. So right from the off, it's having the mindset that um, what you're manifesting is there and is yours. So by faith demands, faith doesn't beg, plead, wishful think, make bargains. Basically, the, the whole process behind that saying is the fact that I have absolute faith it's going to be there. I have faith that tomorrow morning the sun is going to rise. You've got to have that same level of faith when you're manifesting something so from the very very off i think before you even sort of start the process in deciding and solidifying what it is you want you've got to get that mindset there with the fact that forget the if but maybe i have to possibly could i maybe you know if i cross my fingers three times jump up and down and wish really really hard it will happen you've got to have that mindset that it's absolutely there and that that's your base from which you push off from I love it. Um, religions demand faith, but it's archaic. There's nothing wrong with religion. Uh, most of the world's population throughout history has been and probably will be religious for any length of time. But I believe the message gets convoluted a lot of times. Um, we hear the word faith. We hear the need for faith. We are preached, you know, got to have faith. But what, what was that guy from the 80s? Uh, George Michael. Got to have faith, right? You know, okay, I get yep. it, I get it, you know. And But, and this is good, and I'm not disparaging uh, Michael, uh, George Michael, or, or, or um, I think he's over in England right now. I, he actually, he's, he's from England. His mum lives about 10 minutes up the road from me. <laughs> Well, how about an autograph there? I'd like to meet a celebrity someday. I mean, being from Hollywood, right? Yeah. Okay. Um, Hollywood, California, not Hollywood, Florida. There's a lot of celebrities from my hometown. Um, and not disparaging religion or anything. I'm just saying that if we want to create effective prayer, or if you prefer magic that works, or spell casting that works, again, don't get lost in the terminology and don't worry about what other people do. We're talking about you and me and, and 
that means whoever's listening and Becky, of course. Um, manifestation is one of the most personal of things we can do. And you, you jumped right to point number seven. So I'm going over to this. Um, yeah, what I was going to put down is is um, don't ask. Uh, I like to say that God hates beggars. Problem with asking. Now, I will occasionally in my uh, dissertation, I will use the word ask. But when I use the word ask, when I say, what do you want, what you ask for? I want you to put in your head that I'm not saying, oh, please, Lordy, Lord, please, I am worthless. We're not worthy. Cooey. When, when you get down on your knees and grovel, you are not instilling confidence. You're instilling doubt. You are instilling doubt in your own mind. You're convincing your subconscious that you don't believe it. You're expressing disbelief. And whoever you're begging, you are expressing that you doubt their ability or desire. Um, pick one. It's both of them are an insult, especially when you're talking to like the end-all, be-all creator that, that you know most people believe in, and some of us believe in multiple creators. Or I, you know, I again, I, I don't want to alienate any part of the population because I said, well, you know, the point is this message is too strong. It needs to get out there, no matter what your particular uh, pantheon is. I'm just going to use the, the, the most simplistic and say G-O-D because, you know, it's, and then you can adjust it in your mind however you like. But when you go to what people call God and you say, uh, oh, Lord, Lord, please, 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 I know you don't have time. But no, that's crap. You go in with a baseball bat and you say, I'm ready to swing. Go ahead, throw the ball. I'm going to hit it. Um, faith demands because when you think about it, faith is is the height of a sense of expectation um, or a sense of entitlement. And faith not only strengthens your psychological viewpoint, but it strengthens the message. It's almost like a punch. It's the force behind your psychic punch. You need to wake up nature. You need to tell her to get off of her butt and go help you. So very, very good point on faith. I'm going to go back to point number one. Uh, thank <laughs> you, Becky. I appreciate that. And uh, your input is invaluable. Okay. First things first, you need to have a clear goal. Vague desires bring vague results. Becky, you knew what you want when you needed to manifest, right? Yes. And it wasn't like, well, I kind of need this. You knew exactly what you wanted. Yeah. So it was easier to tell if I had two plates in my hand and said, here's creme du brulee or some French and pansy that I can't pronounce, or a cheeseburger. <laughs> you could tell the difference between one and the other. I'm nature. I'm offering you, you know, here's a, here's a bag of poop and here's a bag of gold. It's like, all you asked for was a bag. Ha ha, pick one. No, this isn't like Lady and the Tiger. Old story. Go go check it out online. Um, you knew specifically what you want. This may sound basic, but don't ask for a million dollars. Matter of fact, I'm going to get into that in point four. Um, okay, I think it's clear enough. we got too much to cover. Uh, anything to add to that about being specific? No. 
Okay, I'm going to jump ahead to a point that I either didn't write down or that I did, and I'll just go, oh, we covered that already. But this is so intrinsic to being specific. Know what you want and know why you want it. Uh, Becky, if it's not too private, what was one of the things that you have successfully manifested recently? Um, recently <clears throat> is the job that I'm in now. Okay. Why? Why does anybody want a job? I mean, people complain about their jobs all the time. Work, 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 work. Why the hell? You, you can manifest anything you want. Why did you want a job? Um, because I'd had two years out because I had to be a full-time carer for my son. He didn't need me in the same way. I needed to be a, uh, in my head, valuable member of society again. And I made the decision, I want a job. Right. So part of getting nature to help us, and, and the whole point, let's go back and talk about what manifestation is. We take physical actions. We live in a physical world. We uh, eat physical food. We have to pay something called rent or a mortgage or, you know, in other words, we're kind of trapped in a lot of physical, we're, we're these floating intellects housed in a body that has to take up space in a physical world. So we tend to think in things of physical plans physical labor um, the idea of like ooky spooky like fairies or or god or or angels coming to help us um sometimes the uh, intel intelligentsia can't rationalize that they think it's all some kind of fantasy well you know be that as it may it's i'm not here to argue religion or semantics at this point but i want to bring up that we all can understand the concept of teamwork if Becky's car runs out of gas and she needs to push her car to the gas station, God forbid. It would be really helpful if a soccer team, because you don't have football out there, or what you call football, we call bananas. Mm -hmm. Thank you, Eddie. Um, it'd be really useful if you had a team of soccer hooligans to push your car to the gas station and uh, plop down their credit card and fill it up and wash the windows and, and change the tires teamwork works we we know that manifestation is nothing more than getting your invisible friends to use their teamwork when i say invisible friends you might as well say god the idea is that nature or the universe the divine however you want to call it will move the chess pieces on the board around so that they are aligned with your needs oh these people will happen to take this particular route rather than the other route. And that will make them zoom by you at 80 kilometers an hour, which I'm assuming is pretty fast, and go, screech, oh, here's a damsel in distress, and we are hyped up because we just won the championship, so we are going to push her car. So the idea of manifestation is getting the universe to help move the pieces together to make your progress easier. So. To get to that goal, we, we, we need to know what we want. Don't ask for something vague. Um, in how to get any man to do anything you want, I, I teach a lot of manifestation secrets under the guise of a goofy little dating book. Um, but in that book, I use the example of, well, let's say Becky was on a manhunt. And I don't mean to disparage Becky by, by using that terminology. I'm just having some fun. So if Becky's on a manhunt, Becky's not going to say, because she's one of my students, she better not say, 
oh lordy lord just bring me a man because now we got <laughs> young old rich poor fat skinny all long-haired hippie freak um liberal conservative politician uh, okay i i i gotta stop there i'm starting yeah. to make myself sick um she hasn't specified now specification oh boy you know it's important to know what you want but also why why and what do you want him for you know do you want a platonic relationship do you want a romantic relationship are you looking for marriage are you looking for a casual affair are you looking for a sugar daddy are you looking for someone that you can take care of because you have a, a need to take care of someone this all goes into knowing what you want and knowing why you want it now you don't need to have all the answers and all the details but the more clearly that you can paint your picture and we'll get into that uh, later as well but right now we're just talking about knowing what you want and why you want it this is what it takes to transfer the information from your conscious mind to your subconscious mind if you think nature has a lot to do running the planet your subconscious mind has just as much to do running the microcosm or the small world that that would be like inside your body we have cells and neurons and nerves and heartbeats and a whole bunch of other stuff kidneys and organs and livers uh we have one liver right two kidneys one liver yeah and, you know <laughs> i have surgeons and doctors and physical therapists as my uh students they're just pulling their hair out going he doesn't know how many livers we have <laughs> I always knew think like liver is that thing that I hated eating as a kid, but I guess I have one and hopefully no one will come eat it. Um, so what we want, why we want it. All right, yay, you got all that. Now, step number two, yay, I'm ready to go. The first thing out of the gate, beware of distractions. Uh, you know what? I've got a whole bunch of stuff I could tell say about this. Becky, why is distraction bad? Um, because it pulls you, it pulls you away from um, your focus. But also, it's worth saying because I've seen this happen now. Because you know, I'm into my manifestations now. It happens over and over and over again. It's almost like the powers that be say, "Okay, we've heard you. We're just going to check how focused you are," and they'll dangle something under your nose. I'm a Gemini, so I'm the original, oh, shiny thing, squirrel. Um, <laughs> so, you know, it's kind of distraction lessens your focus and it pulls you away from what it is that you're focusing on. Absolutely. The moment you say, I want this, and I want everybody, if you haven't read the book yet, pick up a copy, a physical copy of um, Green Eggs and Ham. You can get it at any library. Would you like it in a box? Would you like it in a fox? Would you like it or with a box and socks and on a clocks or blah, blah, blah. It seems that the moment you decide you want something, people start showing up at your door saying, hey, Becky, let's go bowling. Do they have bowling over there? I know it sounds really yeah. bad. Yay. Well, then I'm going over here. Count me in, but rent me a pair of shoes. Uh, hey, Becky, let's go skydiving. Well, skydiving? I got no interest in that. The the craziest things will come in sometimes it'll be mommy 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 and I don't mean to say that kids are a distraction but I'm saying that distraction comes in all forms and as much as we have to attend to 
the daily details of life, such as mommy, mommy, mommy. Um, that's not the only distractions we're going to get. People will come with us, come at us with crazy ideas and then seemingly sounding ideas, and bills will come in, and we won't get enough sleep. There's distraction is like a hydra. It's a multi-headed monster, and it will just keep coming at you. That's uh, that's the way life goes. So distraction is your enemy if you are um, desiring to get something. And so you have to put up psychological walls, get yourself the little, little horse blinders so that you can uh, develop a sense of myopia or tunnel vision. And, and let me use another word, uh, cyclopean. You want to have your absolute laser focus. Well, how do you do this? To clear your intent you know what you want, you know why you want it. This starts the process of protecting you from distraction, but you always need to psychologically be aware that distractions come along and you can take little side trips as long as you remember to get back on the freeway. It's no different than taking a bathroom break or eating or if you need to take a rest from your manifestation. Uh, but if you want it, you have to stay on track. Um... Becky, um, I'm gonna I'm gonna make this the Becky show today. My mm. next note, point number three, is don't settle for anything less than exactly what you want. Nature wants to help you, but again, back to Dr. Seuss, she will hand you a thousand alternatives. Okay. Um, why is it bad to decide? Eh, this is good enough. Because good enough isn't what you're manifesting. What you want is the absolute best, the specific thing that it is that you're focusing on. I mean, to use the example um, of me getting the job, and it was a big thing for me, and I was in kind of a weak position in the fact that I'd been out of paid employment. I'd done volunteering and stuff, but I was out of paid employment in a, a competitive market for two years. Um, and I was applying for jobs left right and center before i started my manifestation and there was a couple of jobs that came up once i'd started the manifestation process that were okay but they weren't quite right and if i'd taken the weren't quite right i wouldn't be content with what i'm doing at the moment so almost isn't good enough where manifestations concerned and if you settle for less than what you got, subconsciously, and then sometimes consciously, you'll start to lose faith in the process. Yeah. You will say, well, I almost got. Well, I did this. Well, and you're going to be disappointed with the results. Um, I'm not saying be so anal picky that if you want a red portion, somebody just hands you a blue Porsche. You say, oh, it's not red. I've manifested uh, two brand new shiny white convertibles. Yay. Thank you very much. I Literally, both of them were dropped in my lap years apart. By the way, uh, my landlord decided that today's the day that he wants to uh, repair the studio. So you'll hear some hammering in the background. I apologize, but we're pushing forward. My original manifestation was for a red convertible. Oh, boo-hoo. 
you know? <laughs> I got a beautiful Chevy, white Chevy. Uh, that was a wonderful convertible. It had 12,000 miles on it. Oh, my God. The only thing I didn't have to do was pay that new car price. You know, with it had um, been driven just enough to lose a lot of its value. Um, and it was... The guy who owned it before me went over it with a toothbrush and parked it in his car with a car cover over it. It was just wow. And then uh, the Mustang, I think I've had that for five years now, put a couple hundred thousand miles on it. Um, beautiful, beautiful shiny white convertible. Got it for a steal. Um, I feel so guilty. I want to go back and uh, track down the lady I bought it from. And I give her an extra thousand dollars and say thank you. This car is really, really, really lasted. Uh, the point is that anybody can do this, but but don't don't be so anal that if it's blue versus red or something, you know, allow yourself a little leeway, but don't assume that good enough is good enough. You need to get what it is that you ask for. And if you use these techniques, we found tremendous success. You should as well. Yes. Okay. Uh, point number four, uh, specify and be clear. I was uh, mentioning this earlier. I kind of touched on this. Um, the thing here is that you are allowed to change your mind. Um, as you go along, as circumstances change, while you're, you know, especially if you're working on a large manifestation, it is small, short manifestations, boom, oh my God, I need somebody to help me push my car. Done and done. However, if a tow truck uh, arrives and offers you a, a the same service, especially if it's free. Um, yes, you can take that. Um, you don't have to go, no, I'm specifically, but you need to leave the tow truck here and help me push. Um, common sense, yay, now we have sawing. Again, I apologize, guys, but uh, let's just get to this. Uh, you're allowed to change your mind or adapt to the circumstances that you need or allow your goals to evolve. You know, Becky is manifesting a house in the country. Well, she gets about halfway through her manifestation and things are going well. It's got all these options. And then she says, ooh, cottage in the forest. Or, wow, this condo came up in the city. Now, if she was amenable to that and if she said, wow, this will work out better for me, she can change her manifestation and focus. But if the condo in the city isn't right, then that would be settling for what she, you know, less than what she wanted because, again, she paid for it on the back end. Um, when I talk about specific, I, talk, I talked about a, a million dollars. If you are not specific, you lose a lot of the psychic punch power. You know, you, you really need to drive your message home to the universe and allow it to work its magic. That's what, you know, nature does and bring to you what you need. Let's say um, one of the worst things you can do is wish for a million dollars. A million dollars is a, um, it's an easy thing to say. One million dollars. It's, it's a large amount. Um, it seems like more than we would need for our personal needs for the most part. Um, we can do a lot with a million dollars, but it's kind of like, a big giant balloon it's just a big amorphous blob that's full of empty air um, it'd be much better to specifically if you want a million dollars to specifically say 
I need to raise $100,000 for this particular project that I thoroughly believe in and I'm going to take that $100,000 and over the next year I'm going to you know, you, I'm using that as investment money and I'm going to put some work into this and I'm going to generate $3 million of revenue out of which I get to keep $1 million. Um, the essence isn't like, oh, you just said you could you know, manifest 100000 but not a million. The, the emphasis is be specific and again, the more realistic you can make your manifestation, the more pragmatic, the more down-to-earth, the more detailed, and we're going to go into details in a moment here, the stronger your psychic punch will be. Becky, you didn't just ask for a job. You, you knew kind of what you wanted. You knew the circumstances. You knew you didn't want to drive to Wales to get it. No, I mean, this is what I was just thinking while you said it, because, I mean, two of the biggest manifestations I've done um, has been getting my car, which was very specific, right down to the make and model. And bearing in mind, yeah. it wasn't a new car. And, you know, I got the exact car that I wanted. And this is what I was yeah. going to say if people are wanting specific examples. It's like with my job. I didn't know what it was I wanted to do. My main focus was getting back to work. So when I drew up my list of specifics, it was it's got to be within a half hour commute from home. It's got to fit in with um, the kids in terms of hours. It's got to be this salary minimum. You know, that was kind of my, it's got to be a job where mentally I'm engaged because that's incredibly important to me because I just couldn't, uh, my brain needs to be awake. So I had this whole list of specifics, but I didn't know what it was. And then like when you say with distractions, I had jobs throwing themselves at me that weren't quite right. Um, and then the one I got now, this is how manifestation is amazing. It literally just landed in my lap through a random conversation with a friend I hadn't seen for ages. And it's ticked every box I asked it to do. It's not my lifetime's work by a long shot. I was manifesting my job that's right for me and my life now. And I'm quite content with what I'm doing at the moment. Um, the next phase will begin when I'm ready for the next phase. <laughs> Well, one of the things that I thought of when you were speaking is you have two lovely children. I'm sorry, Becky, but you're not 21 and single anymore. Um, no. You don't, <laughs> single maybe, but not 21. I'm sorry. Well, you don't have the absolute freedom to, to fly off to Paris or, or, or no. Argentina, I mean, for any, you know, or Antarctica. I mean, you don't have uh, the luxury of just being able to go anywhere and do anything your manifestation took into account that this job had to fit your current lifestyle and your current responsibility needs yeah yeah I'm a, i mean you know i'm a single mom of two teenagers my specifics from the job are very specific because it's got to absolutely fit my life so I couldn't settle for second best. I couldn't settle for a job that was great, but was an hour's commute each way because that doesn't fit my life. Right. And people are sitting at home, please tailor Becky's situation to your own. Understand that we're just using a real life example that's happened relatively recently, you know, within the last year. Um, I don't want to get too specific on Becky's stuff because it's her own privacy. But yeah. understand what we're teaching here. Um, 
take what you already know and and then refine it with these techniques and make sure that your manifestation fits the lifestyle that you have now or the lifestyle that you're looking to create but it's not going to be so jarring that there's going to be tremendous amounts of sacrifice to get it that's doing it the hard way and it's doing it the dumb way so we're doing we want to do it the easy way and the smart way um okay number five. Oh my god this is uh, this is not fun this is not pretty and it's not sexy but uh, point number five is to persist p-e-r-s-i-s-t well you know how to spell yuck look if you quit when doubt comes along you will cancel out all of the progress that you've made oh that's what i wanted to mention earlier and that's why i was the whole thing about astrology and whatnot. this whole one year of just uh, you know blossoming amazing success advanced tarot secrets came out blam it's taking over the planet it's doing really well people are liking it i worked my butt off on it for four years so it's not like i just threw something together here's a brochure haha no, uh, but but again, even even if you're building a better mousetrap, there's no guarantee that you know the, the world will be the path to your door. Um, but the reason why all of this has happened is because all of these techniques and many more I've used and and I consistently use. But all of this came two weeks after one of the blackest days in my life. Things were going along well before this year you know exponential growth yay woo. but everything came crashing down last part of march and it was just i called it black monday that's i'm not necessarily original but it happened to be monday and it happened to be very dark um spiritually psychically physically metaphysically just oh god ugh. and within two weeks from that absolute worst possible time, bam, I had my new journey. And it was a three-day journey, and it was a trip across the United States, America to everybody else. And, uh, you know, come on, you're going you're going west. <laughs> you got to have fun when you're going west. And I got to see the first sunset over the ocean, and I knew that it was home, and I knew that that thing that happened two weeks ago, it just, just evaporated persist you will have good days and I promise you I can guarantee to you one thing you're gonna have a bad day at some point that everybody does it's not the end of the world unless you allow it to be and I don't mean to sound like some kind of crazy motivational speaker but uh, the power of persistence is one of the keys to making it happen and Napoleon Hill talks about a guy who stopped digging three feet short of gold uh, you get his buck you can pick it up at the library you can support the whole cause by uh, picking up a copy of Think and Grow Rich and get the original version not this one that's like modernized it's crap um, Becky any thoughts on persistence just it, I'm just going to reiterate what you say I mean it almost builds on not getting distracted you do have to keep going and you have to go back to the original um, thing you were saying about, you know, faith demanding, you have to be persistent. And it's that tunnel vision that comes with persistence and keep going, keep going, keep going, because the reward is worth it in the end. Yeah. Um, one thing I maybe I'm jumping ahead of myself, but I've mentioned this before, but nature has a lot to do and we need to make sure that we get her attention. 
uh, we need to make sure that if she gets distracted helping somebody else, we are, um, what do they say, top of mind. Um, I'll get into politeness, I'll get into that, but I want to just touch on that real quick. Um, persistence is not sexy, but you know what? Make it sexy. Make it alluring. Make it something you want to do. Make it your mantra. Make it your best friend, and you'll do well. Okay, point number six. Um, oh, this is this is not something I can point to. Most of the things that uh, make your manifestation work are invisible to you. Uh, that doesn't mean that they're invisible, but I am invisible to Becky because we are speaking over Skype, over uh, the transatlantic cable or some satellite, mm -hmm. who knows. Um, in the sense that she is invisible to me, it simply means that I can't see what she's doing right now. That's, that's how manifestation works. Um, Becky, the job that you have right now that came from a conversation out of seemingly out of nowhere, the things mm -hmm. that brought you to that job and that job to you, because remember, you are what they were seeking as much as you were seeking uh, them. Yeah. So the things that brought you two together, like two magnets, you know, again, positive, negative, because if you do positive, positive, negative, negative, it doesn't work because only with ma magnets. Um, but that thing that uh, that brought you together, a lot of a lot of things had to happen. The person you spoke to had to speak to someone else. The person who were like, ah, you need somebody to do this job. These things were not invisible, like, ooh, magical or, you know, Harry Potter, but they were invisible to you. Does that make sense? Yes, completely. So my point is, is that everyone else, understand that sometimes you're going to feel, feel silly or that you're spinning your wheels or that you're making all this effort and nothing's happening. If you are doing everything right, check, 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 check. You're, you're following the process. Um, nature's going out there and doing things. And now it's nice when she holds up a big giant sign. Hey, you know, when she knocks into her, hello, i just giving you a daily report. And, and you, know, you drive down the road and here's a sign. Your manifestation is working. It's nice when that happens. Um, you know, go team. But we can't always see the wheels turning. We can't see... Uh, you know, even in the simplest manifestation, nature has a lot of forces to put in motion. She has to move people here and there to to create chain reactions and cause circumstantial effects to uh, to bring everything together. So this goes back to unshakable faith. In other words, if nature's doing her job, you don't want to be the person who screws it up by losing faith because the moment you lose faith and it's there's it, okay to have doubt there's okay to go ah, i give up as long as it only lasts for five minutes and you don't do anything stupid you just go i give up and you sit and and whine and complain but you do so in such a way that doesn't like destroy everything else you've done don't start tearing your house down just because it's not finished you know before the rain starts um okay i think i've drilled into the ground uh point number seven we covered Eight. Oh, uh, anything, Becky, that you wanted to throw in real quick before I just jump into this? No, 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 carry on. Yeah, oh, thank you all. All right, point number eight. I teach a process in Aphrodite's book, Secrets, that involves aligning your physical, mental, and emotional energies so that you can break through the shell that separates you from the divine. Oh, my God, now we're getting into 
calculus algebra. Give me another fancy name for math. Um, string theory. It's like, ah, yeah. Pythagoras, this is theorem. <laughs> theorem, yes, yes. P-M-E equals S. Yay. That's <laughs> Aphrodite's book. See, it's the easiest way to remember it. Um, talked about, it was good news if we talked about this before. you got to go back and find the podcasts. And I'm not going to give you a hint. I've always this manifestation on this, so it's pretty easy to find. But I'm going to give you another more of a hint here. I want you, because I really want you guys to listen to these podcasts and, and learn, you know. If, uh, or you could just pay me. I mean, but, but hell, take the free stuff. Um, God, I could go on for an hour, two hours on this, but the shortest possible version is you have to align your physical and mental and emotional energies to open up that, that spiritual connection with the divine. Um, the process of doing that is explained in Aphrodite's Book of Secrets. It's hinted at in Advanced Tarot Secrets. It's referred to in How to Get Any Man to Do Anything You Want. My landlord is apparently doing it right now. <laughs> <laughs> and I've explained it in a few previous podcasts so that you can kind of you know, get the gist of it. Um, but you must do this. There's a, a, a physical separation between humanity and divinity now this isn't the whole metaphysical quasi metaphysical Ooh, look at me getting ready to start slapping people around this isn't the quasi metaphysical concept of sacred versus profane once you open your eyes you realize there is no sacred versus profane this is the product of limited minds um, all is one, one is all, that doesn't mean it's all equal, it's all like just, you know, it's a milkshake, it's all been blended together. No, it's more like a lumpy stew, and you can pick out the potatoes and the pearl onions and the mushrooms from the tender, juicy beef chunks, and unless you are, you know, not into eating uh, meat, which I respect, you can have a vegetable stew. Uh, but it's all in there, it's all in the mix. Um, but the thing is, uh, you, you have to... Uh, so many things I, I want to cover in this little time. You need to align your physical, mental, and emotional to uh, to awaken the spiritual. Um, it is all we're, we're in the sense that it's kind of like Earth. We are all Earth. We are all on the Earth. We're all part of the planet. But we got bugs and trees and uh, animals and peoples and plants, water and clouds. We can all look at each other and say, you are different from me, but in the same sense, we're all in this together. So that's what I mean by it is all together. There's no sacred from profane. Um, Shakespeare, again, only good and uh, oh, only thinking makes itself, if you remember that. Okay, um, this is the secret to effective prayer, magic that works, uh, and uh, getting prayers answered. Next. Oh, this is a big one. Becky. Yes. All that we have to do to continue to exist on this planet. I'm not saying live an enjoyable and productive life. But the only thing we have to do, there's four things we have to do. Write this down, people. Eat, sleep, breathe, and poop. I mean, think about that. That is, if we do that, we will function. 
Would it be nice to go play? Yes. Would it be nice to have a sense of purpose? Yes. Would it be nice to watch TV? Yes. Separate what you absolutely need from what you want. Now, you say it's intrinsic nature to want companionship, to want security, of course. But the only four things we have to do to continue to function as a biological life form is to eat, sleep, breathe, and poop. Therefore, if we really understand that, then we can start to, we just barely begin to realize that nature has built-in safeguards inside biologically. You know, I, I don't mean to get graphic, but it is said um, that they've um, talked to people who've uh, jumped off bridges uh, or you know survived uh, suicide attempts, and specifically jumping off. And um, what I've heard, and, and again, this isn't scientific. I'm just throwing it out there as an example, but this is what I've heard is that the first thing that went through their head, you know, because people have survived, so they go, what was the first thing in their head? And they said, I wish I hadn't have jumped. Like, it's that natural instinct that, oh my God, this is the preservation of life. Nature is selfish. Nature is a bitch. Nature is, is uh, demanding because otherwise life would go extinct and then there'd be no life. So nature wants to keep things going. Um, Nature is built into a safeguards, and she will make sure that our needs get met. If we're hungry, we will lie, cheat, and steal if we have to, to get food, if it comes to that. If we're tired, we get cranky, or we will. nature's going to put us to sleep. Uh, if we can't breathe, we will scratch and claw and fight to breathe. This is not a conscious thing. Mm, I think I will breathe. Um, ooh, <laughs> I think I will eat. Nature says we're going to eat. Otherwise, you know, I take your energy and I make you cranky and whatever. So the point is that understanding that we have a few core basic needs, nature protects us by making us do things. Therefore, one of the most powerful secrets of manifestation, and this is stuff the pros do. This is not anything you're going to hear in a seminar or read in a book. Other than... You need to turn your want into a need. That's how you get nature to go, oh, I better get it for you then. Becky, tell me why I, I want a million dollars. I want a Maserati. Tell me why nature is going to help me get something that I, and I'm putting this in finger quotes because you can't see it, need versus something I want. Well, if you need it, you have to get it. It's like you've just used the analogy of breathing. You need oxygen. There isn't any room for maneuver with that. You know, it's not a want. If it's a want, then you're going to stop breathing in the next second if you need it. So in the context of you wanting a Maserati, was it? Sure. Why you may, you may want it, but why do you need it? Yes. Things, things we want get prioritized. I, I, I can go into a list of things that I want. But from day to day, from circumstance to circumstance, from awareness to awareness, everything's in flux. That's the whole beauty of life. The things I need are going to happen. The things I want, they all get prioritized and they move up and down the scale of priority. 
your goal must be a need if it's going to awaken nature to help you. Um, not sound like a commercial, but when Aphrodite's Book of Secrets comes out, I've got a whole series of techniques I'm going to teach you on this and teach this to my private students now. But um, it's a term I call healthy obsessions. And I can't really go into a lot more of that, but I can tell you that by turning your goal from a desire into a need, you become a screaming baby. Oh, Becky, you know all about screaming babies. Yep. I'm going to make two statements, and you tell me if I'm at all incorrect. Because here's what I know about babies. <laughs> Number one, screaming babies get fed. Number two, screaming babies get their diapers changed. Am yes. I incorrect on any of that? You are correct. The problem with our manifestation is that, uh, what do we got, about 7 billion people on the planet right now? And we're all screaming babies. We're all, I want this, I want this, I want, why isn't life doing this? Or, I want this and I will have it. I mean, a thousand, I mean, seven billion, I almost said a thousand, seven billion screaming voices, all clamoring, God, I want this. Oh, I want this. Oh, Mani Padri Hum, I want this. Um, and, you know, I do a couple of Hail Marys while I'm at it. I'm going to represent a whole bunch of different religions. Um, we have our, it was abracadabra. We have our magical chants, our religious mantras, our direct prayers, our science of mind, you know, our analytical planning. We are all out there telling God, if you will, I want this. Now, you want to be the screaming baby because the screaming baby in the crowd gets fed first. Turning your want into a need convinces your subconscious that it needs to prioritize this and make it happen and not get distracted, which makes it easier to keep faith and be aware of the opportunities that come to you. So if you want something, that's a, a weak wish or limited wish. But if you absolutely need something, and I've seen this happen to me time and time and time again, there's nothing like a deadline or pressure to make things happen. And I'm not saying that you guys should create an artificial pressure or deadline. What do you think, um, Becky, before I keep yammering? No, you're just 100% right. And very, very quick to give an example. Um, I was at work doing my soft test because I needed to go to the supermarket this evening. Um, limited funds in my pocket till payday. Um, so I needed to feed me and the kids for a week on a limited budget. Did my uh, shopping list, put a need out there, not a want, it was a need because I didn't have much wriggle room. Went to the supermarket and with the exception of three things, everything I wanted was on either on special offer, buy one, get one free. Um, I found a load of meat in the reduced section that I'd wanted on my shopping list. So the only thing I would say is the, the need focuses everything, but also when it comes to manifestations, it doesn't have to be the big things all the time. It can be little things as well. Right. Parking spot. You know, it's, it's yeah. funny because people make fun of joking about a parking spot. I never have parking spot problems. Um, no. And it's, it's not using all the power in the world for something trivial it's living a magical life uh one thing you brought up becky that i liked a lot 
your need was pre-existing to your manifestation. It was building. You mm. had a subconscious awareness. And when you chose to activate that, to build on this subconscious mound of energy and plant your flag. I'll go back to Eddie. Do my flag. I love that guy. Um, you put your... You have no idea what I'm talking about, do you? No, so I'm just going to keep Eddie, going. Eddie Izzard, uh, Britain colonizing oh, God, the world. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. You have a flag. Mm. <laughs> um, by planting your flag on that, notice, folks, listen, go back and listen to what happened. The world didn't go on sale because, oh, my God, Becky needed to save money. Becky was delivered to the place where those resources were. Manifestation isn't all about sitting at home and saying, bring me a taco. A taco might come to you, or you might end up walking and getting the taco. You know, Muhammad the mountain, I will go to you or you will come to me. Either way, mountain meets Muhammad. Hello, happy to meet you. Um, the, the essence here is be bullish in what you want, be open to allow God to move you around as he, he she, it, they blah, 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 are moving other people around. Um, Becky could have just done it logically and say, well, you're just going to have to not eat or you know, cut down. But she said, no, I have this need and I want this and I want to maintain a quality of life because my funds have been allocated here and I only have this much to work on this. And she was able to meet and exceed her needs with the help of the kindly grocer who happened to say, wow, let's get this on sale because we need to get people in the door, you know, to buy these other things that aren't on sale. And it just worked out. And that's the whole point is that all it has to do is just work out. So in this case, unlike... Becky's car, which came to her, or the job, which really came to her. This was Becky being picked up and put over in the proper place. Because you've got a selection of places you could potentially shop, but you yes. went to the place that was just right for you at that moment. But it's not even that. I mean, even when I was physically in the particular supermarket I was in, there was one aisle I hadn't even gone down because I didn't need to. Um, was halfway up and then suddenly thought, oh, I need this, turned back, walked past the end of the aisle and went, oh, they've just put a whole load of stuff and um, reduced, went in, got massive bargains on uh, the meat. I've got enough meat for the next couple of weeks now, whack it all in the freezer and sorted. So when you talk about being picked up, obviously I wasn't physically picked up, but even within the building that I'd gone to, which was my choice to go there, I was then kind of nudged to where I needed to be because I had no reason to be on that aisle, got nudged and went, oh, okay, this will suit me. Thank you very much. And the only other thing I'll say quickly, because I was thinking about it, is the, the advantage of manifestation is once the techniques start working for you, it, it becomes easier and easier and easier. So today I did my shopping list. I sat there. I worked on it. I put it out there. But I'm walking in the door knowing that the magic's going to happen. I don't know how, but I know that the magic's going to happen, and of course it clicks into place. So there's that advantage as well that once it starts working for you, um, it's not perfect all the time. I mean, when you said about the jobs, I had my whiny feeling sorry for myself moment. In fact, I think I messaged you on Skype. You gave me a kind of 
five minute kick up the bum and got me back on track. I am but good at that. You're very good at that. Um, but you know, it's kind of I walked in knowing it was going to work, but with this particular aisle, I hadn't even thought of going down there, and it was like, oh, something popped in my head. Turn around, walk back, and there it was. Well, that's funny you mentioned that because. Um, I, I stand by my assertion that you were physically picked up and plopped in that aisle. The only difference mm. is you thought it was your idea. Yeah. Because you weren't going to go in that aisle. And it was like, hey, Becky, yeah. no, 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 I don't need to. Becky, fine. Hey, look, what about, oh, ooh, yes. Ding. Thank you for going in the aisle. This happens to me a lot. Nature wants to help us. And we sometimes we're just too damn smart for our own good. Nope, not going to do it. Nope, not going to do it. Nope. Oh, oh, how about this, you know? Um, all right, a couple more things. I mean, uh, thank you so much. Uh, politeness. Okay, remember, I've just been talking about being demanding and faith and say what you want and be a screaming baby. I want to talk about politeness. When dealing with the divine, politeness always counts. Words like please and thank you work. Yeah. Uh, words like please and thank you carry a lot of weight. Uh, but only when they're sincere. So you got to be firm in your conviction and expe expectation, but politely assertive. Um, which please brings us to point number eleven. Oh, I, I hear this phrase a lot. And it just makes me vomit. I'm going to try to say it as angelic as I can. The power of gratitude. Wait, I need harps and you know butterflies flying around me and a little, <laughs> little light. It, Part the clouds a little bit, have a little golden bit of sunshine. The power of gratitude, yay. It is nice to walk through life. I mean, forget manifestation. It is very nice to walk through life and to be grateful and to be positive and to be friendly. Yay. That, unconditionally, but that's not manifestation. When I'm talking about manifestation and the power of gratitude, I don't want you to be gratitude. I don't want you to be grateful for your crappy life. Say thank you preemptively for what you're about to receive. Uh, you knew going into the story. I mean, you, you just mentioned you, you had to. You just knew it was going to work. Yeah. Say thank you sincerely, but with the expectation that you're going to get what you want. For example, when I say thank you, there, there it's one reason. Oh my God, Becky, pop quiz. And you guys can play at home. There's one and only one. Well, I'm sorry, there's two reasons, but they're, they're kind of the same. There's one or two, depending on how anal you want to get, reason or reasons to say thank you. Do you know what they are, Becky? Because I've got what I want. That's it. Or you're, you're yes. about to give me what I want. Exactly, because somebody did something for you or they're about to. That's it. So when I say, I want a Maserati, a red Maserati with 12,000 miles on it, just, just take off the edge, but driven, you know, very slowly by a grandmother in Pasadena and uh, well-maintained by expert mechanics, but it shaves $75,000 off the price. Thank you. When I say thank you, I say it with a sense of expectation. Um, I am sincere. I deeply appreciate the divine coming in to save my butt because I'm just not that smart. Uh, but I'm devilishly good looking. 
Okay, come on. It was supposed to be funny. Um, I, I lost my point. Dude, my own like bastardized sense of humor. The uh, the essence is say thank you as in conjunction with your face. Be polite. It's okay to say please, but say please out of firmness, strength, and politeness. Say thank you in advance. Now, after you get it, you know, it's a good time to say thank you as well. But say thank you because it reinforces your face, but it also bridges the gap. It, it's, it, it opens the gateway to the divine. It, it's, it, it's an acid that dissolves any barriers. Go into that a lot more, but not right now. Okay. Uh, point number 12. This is huge. Oh, God. I, I've got a couple of these. That are like I'm pulling my hair out because they're so big. Um, I just don't have time to go through this con. Okay, it's an, it's it's essentially you get this. Uh, I have, like I said, I was raised on fast food. I have heard this phrase over and over and over. Would you like fries with that? Um, everybody in the world has access to McDonald's. I'm not supporting McDonald's. I'm not castigating McDonald's. I'm just saying that they're pretty much everywhere you want to go. Um, you might have to drive a hundred miles to it or a thousand miles, but I think they're on every continent. So I'm going to use them as an example. When you go to McDonald's, they don't sell you burgers anymore. They got tired of people uh, of telling their employees, would you like fries with that? Would you like something to drink? They don't want you to buy a burger. You go in because you want a burger. They want you to buy the burger and the fries and the shake, or the burgers and the fries and the drink, or the burger, the fries, and the apple pie. You're there for a burger, but it just seems natural that with a hamburger you'd have fries. Boy, then you'd be thirsty if you want something to drink. So the whole concept, and, and, and the, the key phrase is, would you like fries with that? I want you to envision your goal but what comes with it? This helps you paint your mental picture that much more clear. It makes your goal more of a reality. Uh, I want a million dollars. That's an abstract. Well, I want $100,000 that I am going to use to get these resources and pay these people so that I can do this and generate three million dollars in revenue and that one million dollars is going to be my take. That is more of a whole picture. Uh, Becky, I got an exercise for you. I want you to imagine the Mona Lisa, mm -hmm. but imagine it as if Leo had painted just her face, nothing else. That's kind of creepy. We have so we have a, a disembodied head floating on a blank canvas. It, 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 that's not real. It, it's it's almost like Dolly. It's surreal. You know what I mean? It's no longer the Mona Lisa. Yeah, yeah. Little boy blue standing against a blank canvas. It's like okay, it's some long-haired hippie freak kid with a, a fancy blue French-looking thing in a and a hat feather in it. I'm remembering from a kid, I think I saw that. Um, if your goal is abstract, or if your goal is exquisitely detailed, but it, it, you can't envision anything out of it, 
it makes it harder to understand. It makes it harder to, to translate into reality. When you wanted uh, the specific job that you did, you built in this step. You said, uh, I don't want it to be more than half an hour commute because you were yeah. already envisioning that your time away from work would be only limited by this much driving and that much driving and the location would allow you to maybe stop by the store um, and having this job would allow you to do certain things. Mm. Does that make sense? Yes, completely. Whether you consciously or subconscious or, or whether you subconsciously or consciously thought of it, somewhere in your mind was the expectation that this job is going to be more than just paying the rent and putting food on the table, but there are little side benefits and perks and other things. So because, uh, and again, that's the beauty of manifesting something like a job is it's so ingrained into our psyche. We know what a job is. We know what a job does for us. We know that we're going to have an identity at work. I mean, these things, uh, the, the fries that come with, or the, or the shake or the Coke or whatever that comes with the burger is automatic with something like, uh, you know, I want a car. Well, why do you, this goes back to why do you want a car? Well, I want a car because I want to be able to drive my kids around. I want to be able to drop them off at school. I want to be able to take them to appointments. I want to be able to go um, bother the queen. Hello, queen. Um, do you see my shiny new car? I do have a flag. Um, is this making sense about seeing beyond the goal and seeing some of the periphery? Yes. This is, again, this is the difference between getting what you want and going, well, I thought this manifestation stuff worked. So paint your picture. Don't lose focus of what you want. Make your goal dead center. I, Mona Lisa or a little boy blue come to mind because you look at it and that's all you see. You see uh, a chick sitting down or a, or some kid, overly dressed kid in a Sunday going to meet in clothes. And the background is there, but they aren't lost in the background. It's not like a, a where's Waldo. You know, that's an example of too much information. You know, here's Waldo and then here's all these distractions. But we want a clear focus and then we want, you know, we have to have ground for the kid to stand on. We need to have a background for the Mona Lisa uh, so, uh, and, you know, hair and uh, not just a floating head. All right, two more things and I'll let you go. Um, if you do all of this, you'll be well on your way. If you do all of these things, you do them correctly. Uh, it's worked for all of us. But you have to be aware. Now, we, we talked about distractions and everything else, but the, part of the process is nature is going to bring you opportunities, both directly and indirectly. Indirectly, such as Becky with her job. That was a perfect example. It came to you through a conversation. That's indirectly. It wasn't like you just happened to be walking by and, and they put up a sign in the window and you said, oh, my God, I, I can't help but walk it. It came to you indirectly. Nature gives you opportunities directly and indirectly, and sometimes she gives it to you all at once, and sometimes she gives you pieces of your goal. So we have to be aware. Yes, we can still say no. We can say no thank you. We can say yes, I want this. But we have to keep our eyes and ears open at all times. Becky, what do you think? Yeah, I mean, that's completely it. And to use the example of my job, when you say about having, I, you know, I know how to do this. I had my eyes and ears open. I was kind of 
probably looking too much and then it all came because my friend was dropping some clothes around for the kids how are you oh i'm okay i'm looking for a job blah 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 blah. well actually and it all went on from there so you know it's kind of it's being aware that it may not happen the way that you think it's going to happen but that's a good point. You know, the way you think it's going to happen. I've got, I'm great at a sense of expectation. I'm going to get up and I'm going to go to work and I'm going to get paid on Friday. That's the way it's going to happen. Um, it's not bad to be rigid, but we have to realize that ain't none of us smart as all of us and none of us is as smart as God and whatever. Nature can outbox us all, blah, blah, blah. The essence is be aware. Just like you talked about in the supermarket. You knew where you were going to go. You did not need to go down there. Um, yeah. That, you, you ended up saving tremendous amounts of money and getting more than, you know, for your dollar um, mm-hmm. because you were aware, because you had your eyes and ears open and, and a little voice said, hey, clean up an aisle six, you know, said, come on over here. And if you hadn't been aware, you would have totally missed it. But because yeah. you, your eyes and ears were open, that was an indirect, again, that was another indirect thing. You know, hey, you need this over here. And all of a sudden, the, you know, the sky opens up and the car, clouds part. And it's like, yay, all this stuff is on sale and it's good. It's just, we have too much of it. All right, last point, and then I am going to go pee. Probably a little <laughs> too much information. Okay, uh, Becky, verify, validate, or argue this point. There is no magic without sacrifice you need to when you've done everything you got everything expect there to be sacrifice because something is going to have to and i'm not saying it's a tip for that but you will find this over and over and over uh when you manifest something generally speaking something else is going to go and it's not a tip for tat it's not the same exact value as you manifested your car well yeah now um certain things uh that were unnecessary left your life as you got your job you no longer had all of that free time that may seem like an over overly simplistic sacrifice but it is a sacrifice because now you've restructured your life now and now you're on a schedule you know whether you not that you weren't before but whether you like it or not you know <laughs> the alarm clock is set for insane o'clock in the morning and uh, yeah. you, know, you, you can't be there for your kids during the day because you're at work these are simple simple practical examples but in so many different ways um, expect sacrifices tell me what you think no I, I agree with that and expect sacrifices like you say because with the job I've um, obviously my time has completely changed I mean this time 18 months ago I could quite happily keep crazy hours studying on your times and staying up till 3, 4 in the morning because you know all I had to do was get up and do a school run it didn't matter if I was like a zombie for the rest of the day so there does there does come the sacrifice it's not a negative though because I don't want people thinking it's like a punishment because you've got what you want because it's not that it's just as you say there's there's that shift that comes and the other sacrifice I think is almost in the process as well because it's not a passive process so even when you're in the process of manifesting something to a degree you're sacrificing something because your focus has got to be absolute so you're not getting distracted and it's not 
it's not a passive process. It's an active process. You actually have to do something. So otherwise you are just sitting there and wishing. Absolutely. Hey, thanks a lot, Becky. I know it's incredibly late. We've been at this for an hour and 20 minutes. Thank you, everybody, for listening. Tomorrow, we are going to somehow, we'll get somebody on the phone, hopefully me, Becky, maybe Beth, maybe Nate, maybe somebody else. We're going to go straight through techniques right out of Aphrodite's Book of Secrets. You don't want to miss that. Thank you all for being here. Becky, assalamu alaikum. Thank you, thank you, thank you for being here. Uh, thank you. Let me know if you need anything other than that, guys. Um, listen to this podcast again and do the work and get the results and then email me. Let me know you're doing well. Have a good night, Becky. All right. Thanks, Dusty. Bye. Bye.